Welcome to episode 65 of Real Quick. Um, I cannot believe we have hit 65. That's actually kind of so crazy. It's, it's a lot of episodes, a lot of grinding. But one of the worst movies of the year. Support. 65. What? 65, one of the worst Say, movies of the year. Relax, relax, relax. That's not one of the worst movies of the year. It's, it's okay. Um, but we have our patron-sponsored movie review of the week uh, brought to you by our lovely patron, Tad and Bougie. Uh, the movie is Only the Brave, directed by Joe Kaczynski, starring a lot of people. I honestly, watching this movie, I did not realize it was this stacked of a cast, including Josh Brolin, Miles Teller, Jeff Bridges, Jennifer Connelly, Taylor Kitsch, Alex Russell. Um, just a ton of, of really solid actors coming together for this, uh, this really solid film. Um, this was my first time watching it. Tyler, this was yours as well. Cam? Your first time as well. Um, and we also have the absence of Seth. Unfortunately, he just couldn't get around to to watching it before. Big Hans episode. Zimmer weekend. For Big him. Hans Zimmer weekend. He had a very busy week. So so we thank him for joining our Real Talk episode last week that lasted almost three hours. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right into it. Uh, I, I do want to point out my stupidity. I thought this was a war film. Um, and I, text, I texted you guys that because Tyler texted us wow this happened not too far from me and my response was what war happened in arizona <laughs> so i felt really stupid and i thought that was a funny funny thing to just let you guys know but members of the granite mountain hotshots battle deadly wildfires to save an arizona town um again directed by joe kaczynski who you guys know more recently for top gun maverick he also did uh the new netflix film spiderhead as well as tron legacy uh, and uh, Oblivion, starring uh, Tom Cruise. Um, so let's just get right into it. Let's uh, jump into our thoughts. Tyler, uh, we all landed at a four out of five. Uh, yeah. I think I feel like it's very rare that we all land on the exact same score for a movie. So I think our our, uh, our opinions here will align. And this isn't really a spoilery movie, so I don't know if we're going to go too heavy. I mean, it's spoilers. a true story. To be yeah, fair. it's a true story. Yeah, exactly. So we'll I'll, I'll give you a, a light spoiler warning in case we, we really dive into that ending, obviously, which I think we will. So if you haven't seen Only the Brave, uh, we have been giving you guys like a week's warning or so on the movies that we're going to be reviewing. So we're giving you guys time to catch up to make sure you watch this so you can be a part of the conversation as well. Uh, but let's just get right into it. Tyler, uh, I believe you were the first of the four of us to watch, the three of us to watch it. So let's let's let me get your thoughts. Yeah, so... First off, so this is coming out on Friday the 23rd. So next Wednesday, the 28th, is the 10-year anniversary of when this fire happened. And on the 30th, oh, really? specifically, is the 10-year anniversary. So next Friday, a week from today, when you're listening to this, is a 10-year anniversary of what happens at the end of this movie. So it was, uh, yeah. So are, are we allowed to just spoil? Yeah. yeah okay. let's, we're we're okay. going to do spoilers for everyone okay. listening. Cause, so this is the, the deadliest firefighter incident that has ever happened since 9-11, which obviously is kind of like a curveball because it's not really like they didn't really die in like a structure fire for 9-11 is more like with the cleanup and with the after effects and all that so really kind of like with the most deadly mass death of firefighters fighting a, a large flame in america and uh takes place about an hour away from me an hour northwest right outside of scottsdale arizona a really small town called yarnell and uh, i think firefighters are such an underrepresented hero in movies like we get so many police movies get a decent amount of like tv shows and movies about like nurses and doctors we obviously have a ton of war movies but i really feel like we get like nothing for firefighters so it's really kind of a breath of fresh air to see something like this i can absolutely see why 
folks in the producing world saw this movie and said, yeah, Joseph Kaczynski would be great for Top Gun Maverick because there is just so many parallels here of just both the action sequences as well as the, the camaraderie, the relationships. So much of it felt like Top Gun Maverick and of course also having Miles Teller and Jennifer Connelly who was in Top Gun Maverick. But this, this movie is super gripping and intense. Firefighting is a world I'm not really aware of. I never knew about what hotshot crews were, anything that all went uh, went into that. So it was definitely interesting to see. Um, the cast is great. I think the this movie benefits from being just an incredible story. So, you know, when a movie is like this about such a tragedy, it's going to be relatively easy to make like a compelling narrative that's going to keep you sucked in the whole time. But even though this happened like an hour away from me and it's only 10 years ago, never heard of it whatsoever so the whole transpiring of all the events was brand new to me but um just for my overall quick thoughts i'll just leave it at that for now before we dive deeper into it after we all give our quick thoughts but uh really really enjoyed it 7.7 out of 10 for me um posted i was watching and then everyone's like oh have some tissues ready i was like i did i mean i guess could have assumed it was going to be a sad movie but i just didn't know that's exactly where we're going so definitely very sad movie kind of a day ruiner but it's literally the perfect time to watch it seeing as we're a week away from the 10 year anniversary of what is basically the deadliest firefighting incident for like a firefighters against a fire in American history. So yeah, definitely check it out. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon prime for people in the U S and I guess for worldwide, but, but yeah, I'll leave it there for now. 7.7 out of 10 for four stars. Yeah. And just so everyone listening, if you haven't seen the movie, um, just to kind of like highlight like the gravity of the situation, one of the final, um, uh, most true stories end with like blurbs at the end, like just kind of, going over like the future and what happened one of those highlighted that this was the largest loss of firefighters since the september 11 attacks so that kind of just kind of highlights the massive gravity of the situation and exactly you know the people lost that that perished that day cam what were your thoughts yeah i'm basically with tyler um i had an, an 82 out of 100 i think so four out of five really really loved it didn't didn't cry at the end uh because i'm apparently soulless and i just never cry but it, it did make me very emotional it's a very sad story um i just think it it took a while to get uh picked up like especially if we're going into a little bit like at the very start you know it shows um um josh brolin's character and he basically wants to make a call and the hot shots come in make a different call and then like you kind of see the aftermath of what happens it's the wrong call you know that pretty fairly basic story again it's true story so i'm not gonna like call this thing basic because it's just like what happened right um but uh it it, kind of like in my opinion kind of brushed over that a little bit um and i kind of wish they went into a little bit but at the same time i also thought the runtime was a little long so i don't know how they would have done that not here to make movies just here to critique them apparently uh but I, i really enjoyed this the cast is stellar i also said this in my letterbox review i watched this on the beach wasn't necessarily in the mindset to like be watching a movie so you know that's probably on me a little bit um but the cast was stellar. Uh, Jeff Bridges and, and Josh Brolin are the same exact person, just 15 years apart. I'm pretty sure they just like cloned him and birthed him 15 years apart. Like they're the same exact person. I swear. Um, I like Miles Teller in these. In these, I don't know if, if I, I like him as like a badass, like in this or Top Gun Maverick, but I kind of do. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know what else to say before getting into it, but I, I kind of reiterate everything Tyler said. I, I just enjoyed this movie, and I do think it's a really great watch. I think this is this is really a, a dad watch, I feel like. like I feel like dads would absolutely adore this thing. Um, being a dad, I guess, I guess that makes me adore it as well. 
yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much exactly where you guys live. So I'll give it a four out of five. Um, I, I, I think this is a great watch, but I also think this is a very important watch. Like Tyler said, firefighters are super underrepresented in media. Um, we, like Tyler said, obviously we have tons of police movies, um, but firefighters is one aspect that I don't know a ton about. And what I really like about this movie is that they didn't just, this movie could have easily just been an hour and a half firefight movie. But I like the fact that they took the time to flesh out every single one of our characters, give them like a little bit of a backstory, give us a little bit of connection to them so that when that final, you know, uh, third act unravels, you are right there. You feel a little more emotionally attached to these characters and the gravity of the situation and just how much they've worked for this and obviously they go into these situations not knowing whether they're going to come out alive or not so it just makes it all the more heartbreaking knowing how much time they put in to prepare for something like this just for the outcome to be that um so i absolutely love that this movie really dives into these characters it does feel like more of a character study as opposed to just you know just this movie about people fighting fires um, so that's one aspect that I really, really like. The ending was absolutely devastating. Um, I really was not, I had no idea that, uh, about this, I never heard of this incident, this, this massive firefight incident, which I don't know, maybe that's ignorant of me to say, but it's just nothing I've heard of. Um, and obviously going into this movie, I'm with I, thought, you. I haven't heard of it either. I don't, yeah. I don't think they taught it in school or anything. No, I mean, going into this movie, I thought it was a fucking from. war film. So obviously mm-hmm. I, I, did, I didn't think anything of lost. it. I was so lost. I would throw the poster. Come on. Come on. Uh, Firefighters <laughs> outfits. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know. Only the Braves sounds like a fucking war movie, man. I guess. Uh, I, guess. I mean, listen, these guys go to war. That's what they do. They just fight fires, except yeah. terrorists or whatever. Um, but no, I, I really, really liked my time with this movie. It was absolutely devastating. It was a nice release of emotion that I needed last night. Um, like you guys said, I think the acting just across the board was fantastic. Miles Teller playing this uh, recovering drug addict, basically, whose life was just kind of upside down. He had a daughter uh, in the movie, and, and he's trying to turn his life around. Uh, I think everything from uh, Jeff Bridges to, to Josh Brolin was just fantastic. The dynamic between Josh Brolin's character and Jennifer Connelly's character was, was really raw and really real and super emotional. Um, but yeah, overall, we, we all went a four out of five. I, I really enjoyed my time with this movie. Um, where, where do we want to go? What do you guys, is there anything specific of this movie you guys want to touch on? I'm just going to throw this out here. You know who I really like is this, is the, um, James Badge Dale, who I really don't know, like basically anything he's in, but I just know he's like the villain of Iron Man three, uh, or like one of the bad guys in Iron Man three. Yeah. So that's the only place I ever recognize him from. But I feel like every time I see him, I really like him. Who was he so, in this? Uh, let me. Was he the superintendent that was going to take he's, over? He's the. He's he's the. Yes, I think so. Yeah, he's the friend of uh, Eric of uh, Josh Brolin's character. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to find his name. Give me one second. Bad podcasting. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's Jesse. Yeah. Uh, I I have a lot I want to dive into for this, but um, one yeah, fun fact: if you look at the change posters on letterbox this movie's had four different titles there's only the brave there's granite mountain there's no way out and there's heroes of the fire so change titles around a lot but um so for me okay well for me i thought that since i had no clue what this is going to be about i thought when miles teller went to be lookout and then the fire changed directions i thought he was going to die and the rest were going to survive because i just thought that's where we're going and then 
because it basically gets like engulfed in flames and he has no way out and he's like tripping everywhere. But then of course, twist, he survives and all 19 other ones die, which just like, it's gotta just be horrendous survivor's guilt. Like when he walks into that gymnasium and that's so brutal too, that they didn't tell people who was alive and who was dead. All they knew is that there was 20 firefighters and one of them survived. So every single wife and family and daughter and son was just holding on to hope that their dad was the one that survived out of the 20 and would walk in that gym. And then of course, Miles Teller walks in and you see his family relief, but every other wife and family just collapses in agony. And it just was a brutal scene. But speaking of the brutal scenes, like I didn't cry either. And, what I really wish this did the whole final 20 minutes of the emotional moments, every scene in my opinion needed like seven more seconds in each cut. I feel like every time there's an emotional beat, it didn't let us sit with it long enough. Cause like just when I was like starting to well up a bit with tears and get a little like short of breath, it would like cut to something else to give me relief and then go to something like, I just felt like it wasn't allowing us to sit with the emotion enough for me to get truly emotional. I wish that Joseph Kaczynski in the editing phase was able to give us a little more time to sit with the emotion, but for me, the saddest part of the movie by far was the end credits, seeing that all these people were like 21 years old. That's just insane. Yeah. Like, cause in the yeah, movie, yeah. all these actors look like, you know, 30 ish or something, but then you see the yeah. real life and it's like, these are all people younger than all of us for the most part. And that's yeah. just so I sad. will say, I will say, I also like, and I don't know if this is like an ignorant thing to say. I feel like this movie hits more knowing that it's like a true story. I feel like it hits me more than like if I would have seen this exact movie, but knew it was completely fiction, you know? So I don't know if I rate it higher because of that, but I was like, at the end of it, I was sitting there and I'm like, damn, that just is terrible to see. Like, especially like you said, all being 21 years old, it's just really heartbreaking to see. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, I, I just pulled up this list of fatalities now. There's seven of them that are under the age of 23, which is absolutely correct. Um, two of them being 21, and then the, the character Miles Teller plays was also 21. Obviously, he's the sole survivor, but it's still crazy that 21-year-olds have way larger balls than I do to go into these situations. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And like, so one thing I so I didn't love the emotional elements from Joseph Kaczynski. I felt we could have sat with him a little longer. But one thing I did like about this that I don't love about Top Gun Maverick and the original Top Gun for that matter is that so Taylor Kitsch and Miles Teller are the classic like when they first meet they hate each other they're mean to each other yep. that was resolved pretty quick and they became bros yeah. and I love that because <laughs> the original Top Gun especially annoys me because it's like you guys are literally f like risking your lives together like you're going to get over your little beefs when like the thick of it comes instead yeah. of just being asses to each other so I was really happy that like they had their little moment where he like made fun of his wife like he's like called like oh your wife's sleeping around with a bunch of dudes and the other guy was like hey dude that's just not cool like you can't bring family into this basically from then on they were like cool and good and I was like okay I thought that was going to be a really annoying plot point of them just like fighting all the time but it got resolved quick so I was very happy yeah. about that because I was so tired of that in the Top Gun movies I, I, I think this is bad I, I think this is a lot better than the first or maybe not a lot better i do think it's better than the first top gun i don't think it's as good as the top gun maverick uh, but it, you're you're exactly right that they're just extremely similar move like not similar movies i think this has a whole lot more weight than most uh, both top guns especially being a true story but the, i do agree with you that they look watch this movie and they're like yeah he'd be perfect for top gun maverick like mm -hmm. it's it, it's relatively similar ish i guess I really love the bear symbol when Josh Brolin was telling the story of the bear on fire that was that hit me super hard. But then I thought it was yeah. a little corny when they had the bear on fire running down, like when they actually showed it in the end, like after they died. I was like, mm, that was a little cheesy. Just because it was like a CGI animated bear. Like I loved the yeah. vivid image I painted I in my head of a real bear on fire. 
but uh but yeah i don't know that part i just didn't really love i kind of liked it yeah, yeah and that's fair i thought it was a really good symbol but um yeah like this this movie the movie is very heavy and very intense like just yeah i just keep going back to like miles teller's character like that's just gotta be such brutal survivor's guilt and, like having to yeah. live with that and like oh yeah the other thing that i like really didn't like about this movie that kind of pushes it back from a 4.5 or 5 which once i really don't like it but this movie just slaps you across the face with foreshadowing every single scene. Like, it's like, Hey guys, yeah. my band's playing a concert this weekend. You all going to come? They're like, Oh yeah, you're going to buy us drinks. Yeah, sure. We'll come. And then like classic Josh Brolin being like, this is my last fire. We're going to start a family after yeah. this miles Teller being like, Oh, I'm going to be done being a forest fire guy. Like it was like, it was just over and over where they just kept and like, those are the kind the of things of that those are the kind of things. Sorry. I have two minutes. Um, that like, don't really i you you don't know if they're true right so it, it kind of feels like something that they added in just to make the movie more impactful which um i i'm not saying it's like a bad thing but it, it, you're right about it it is a lot of foreshadowing and such mm -hmm. and we kind of see also the kind of what causes them to all end up dying is that joseph brolin is the superintendent he makes a call to switch positions from where they are and you kind of see that throughout the movie that he's willing to take risks and make a bold call if he thinks it's going to pay off. So one thing I was just reading about this after the movie that in real life, they did do that where like they kind of mysteriously shifted positions from where they were to moving somewhere else. And no one still knows why in the investigations, like why they decided to move from the mountain the way they were to where they ended up going, ended up dying. And the movie, what I kind of like is they didn't try and guess. They kind of just, Josh Brolin's like, no, we got to move over here. And they're like, okay, let's do it. And cause that's kind of like one of the not controversies, but one of the things like in the real world aspect where it's like no one really knows why they moved from where they were to the the dangerous area like was he just making a great call or was he his head not in the right spot or i don't know but yeah it's just an interesting thing because they ended up dying there. that feels like yeah. uh that feels like the controversy around captain phillips and sully where like mm -hmm. captain phillips and sully both make a bold decision and everyone's kind of like pondering why did you make this decision in this exact moment and the movies just like only the brave they never like they never tried to give us an explanation because Sully, that, I think, does. If I remember correctly, they're in the courtroom or whatever, and they're like, the yeah. simulation does this, whatever. And he's like, well, the simulation isn't out there, like making this human decision or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. Yeah. But it's just like an easy workaround. Like, don't don't right. highlight it in the movie because yeah. that would just add to the controversy. Like, you want people to look at the story the way everyone outside is looking at the story, which is why did josh brolin's character make this or not even character why did the guy josh brolin is playing make this decision in that moment that's just something that like you'll never know the answer to because he's the only one that probably knows the answer to yeah yeah and just the last thing i have for a comment is like just to add to the emotional gravity and just how brutal this is like they were in fire like retardant they're like packs that you saw them train throughout the movie to protect them from the flames so they didn't die from being burned alive they died from being cooked at 2000 plus degrees fahrenheit over minutes and hours long that's just so beyond brutal to think of and it's just it's just so crazy yeah yeah and then even again with the foreshadowing they obviously did the training course at the beginning of the movie where like jock ball was going around like it's going to feel like the apocalypse is right on top of you while these guys are like underneath these like bags. And I was like, all right, I'm going to see that another time in this movie. Um, but yeah, that's about all I have. Do you guys have any other plot points you want to run through? Nope. I got nothing. All right. One of our, one of our faster reviews. Um, so we apologize for that, but it's okay. We touched on all the highlights. We've also just been recording for four and a half hours straight today. So yeah. <laughs> we, we got to go sleep or something. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in to a real quick episode 
65, our review of Only the Brave. Shout out our patron, Tad and Bougie, for the recommendation. Um, we will wrap up there. Thank you all for joining, and we'll see you next week.